Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! So, I'm just Hi. compared to the other moldmates. Hi, uh, welcome to TFLP episode 453. Uh, we are live tonight, Wednesday, October 27th, back from TFCon. Uh, I'm Lucas. I'm joined tonight by Christian. What up? And Peter. Forever Destron. And Phil. Shout out. <laughs> and Rob. You just, no, no, you can't just In this economy? Veto. Veto your shout out. So, Call HR uh, on your shout out. So I apologize for having to move to the show to Wednesday. We weren't able to find time to do a pre-record uh, when we were at the show. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we had to move it tonight. And then, of course, I we were late because Skype had an update. And, you know, I didn't check that earlier. So, Shout so out anyway, to but we're here now. So welcome, everyone. Good evening. So uh, tonight we're going to go ahead and kind of do a, a recap of what we thought uh, about the HasCon or PulseCon, whatever you call it, and TFCon. Um, and then uh, just to kind of, you know, get the, the, the timely news and whatnot. And then next week we'll show off, uh, you know, some of the hauls that, that we got. So once we have a ch chance to unpack and, and whatnot, so... When I say we, I mean I, because I think everyone else probably already showed off their their hauls. So. I still don't know what you bought. I'm posting to Instagram right now. Insta. Did I, I show you, what I, the airport. What I got? Christian? No. Hmm. no. There you go. It'll be a surprise for everyone. I will be very surprised. So. Both cons were crap, according to Zaldron. <laughs> oh, that's that's just not true. Sounds like uh, somebody jelly that they didn't get to go. What they would say. Yep. Yeah, you just yeah. Have to... I mean, oh, it was so much fun, you know, in the after party, in the train to the airport with all the Ravens fans. <laughs> <laughs> Mine had loud drunk people yelling across the train the entire time, and they would not shut up. Until they finally got off. but Basically the same as Paul's suite every night. <laughs> it was actually more obnoxious, surprisingly. Wow. Yeah, so uh, Paul apparently uh, you know, decided to uh, be a big baller and get a suite. But he didn't actually um, pay for the, the suite price because he somehow uh, sweet-talked the Fred... 
desk attendant into switching his room to a suite. So get it? Sweet talk. Oh, there you go. So where should we start? Do we want to talk about TFCon or PulseCon? Well, Let's I guess, get PulseCon uh, out of the way. Uh, I was going to say real, real quick, uh, Zaldron was talking about uh, MMC rung shipping. So that was one of the exclusives for TFCon um, that uh, they pretty much had the same thing that I think all of us already had ordered except for Phil. Is that right? Not yeah, I, I hadn't ordered it, and I wanted to get it at the show, and it sold out before I could get it because it was an exclusive. Um, doing that in air quotes because you could have bought it from a different vendor, so it's a weird exclusive. Um, I guess that was an exclusive vendor only at the show you could get it from, but I I I missed it, and I'm I'm just gonna skip them at this point. If I find someone on Facebook selling them for a low price. Um, I, I did get to see him in person. He comes with a lot of cool accessories, but he's a little bitty dude. And, um, I don't know. I just, uh, feel like he'll get lost in my, no pun intended, lost light shelf, uh, just at that size. I'm stoked for it. It shipped right after TFCon. So it's a real wrong figure. Not, I mean, how are you going to call that one small? And the only other one we have is that stupid thing, you know, the whatever it is. So, sick some of that. Of us, some of us decided to take matters into their own hand. But luckily, uh, you know, I apparently I have the same luck as Peter, where once you get a custom finished, then um, they someone makes it. So, of course, this was the real exclusive was the New Age Megatron in uh, micro change colors. At least one of the microchange colors. Is that right, Peter? I think he was, or was he only in black and microchange? He was also available in the the Man from Uncle gift set, which is the one that we know with the okay, stock and silencer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which was, I think, a, this guy was a freely available, well, not free, but available all weekend. I don't think it sold out. I believe it went up on Chosen Prime today as well. I don't know if it sold out at that point, but. They seem to have a decent amount left on, on Sunday at the show. Yeah. And so PulseCon. PulseCon. Where do we start? Do we just want to start with the Deluxes? Shout out to the Deluxes. <laughs> All right, sure, I'll kick it off. Do you, it off does anyone one. have the Ravage? Uh, I haven't opened mine yet, but did anyone else Fine. get it? Arrived a few I got it. I, I haven't opened mine. I'm debating if I will. It's a cool package. Um, you know, it's it's a G1 Ravage that we've seen before, but as they said, it doesn't have stickers. It's actually like a, a tampo. Um, and uh, yeah, the the new Ravage is pretty neat looking. The I was worried from the pictures that the face would be kind of stumpy, and it's it's not like that. If anyone got the the Botcon Tigatron uh, from 2016. I was worried that this would have a stumpy face similar to that, and in no way, shape, or form does it have that. So that one was it's, uh, it's it's not it's not pit of judgment level cool in terms of the box, but it's it's not bad. Was that the only PulseCon exclusive? No, there no. was also a Galvatron. No. Galvatron. Oh, that's right, with the Unicron add-on kit. Mm-hmm. I did think it was weird that. 
it wasn't available for shipping like immediately. Like they, they have it shipping in March or something or May. It's like, why so late? We've been seeing reviews of this for months now. Well, Ravage was, was listed on unable yeah. to purchase, but there was Ravage, the Power Rangers exclusive, a couple of the Marvel Legends exclusives. I think since like uh, August. Some of the Star Wars exclusives. Yeah, had been on Pulse's website for a while. So my guess is these were a little more ready to go than um, you know what Galvatron may have been. It might simply be hey, these were supposed to be for San Diego Comic-Con, which is usually late July, and maybe Galvatron was supposed to be for New York Comic-Con, which, which did actually take place, but Hasbro skipped it. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. Shipping, everything think, shipping yeah. is screwy. Um, the good news is that if you did get Ravage, you have it already. Yeah, I, th- I think the short we version is because of COVID. <laughs> That's why everything is screwy. Yeah, yeah. Coming out whenever it comes out. Because... Yeah, the Galvatron's cool. I like that it comes with the Minnow and the Quintesson ship and the Revenge and whatever else it came with. I don't know. It was neat. I like it a lot. I kind of figured that pack was all the stuff other than the Galvatron that we were supposed to get with Unicron if it would have met like its like extended goals or whatnot. But it didn't do that, so they're like, let's just throw it in a pack. I thought it met all the goals. Did I remember that wrong? No. Well, Unicron, there weren't any... Or, like, was there one stretch goal, maybe? I don't think... They announced things later on, but there were no actual stretch goals. They're like, oh, by the way, here's a fun new thing we're adding. His mouth does... (laughs) His eyes go... They do. They do go that noise. Yeah. Yeah, the... um... The, the the Unicron was like that almost didn't get funded and so they were announcing stuff just like please buy this come on we'll throw this in please please we put a lot of money into this someone buy it for the love of God we're and making this either way it. yeah and we did right yeah I wonder if we're gonna actually see any um, like Hasbro um, whatever you know stuff that's like six hundred dollars or if they're going to just stay at that like four hundred dollar price point it seems like that's kind of the sweet spot for um i didn't see the proton pack today what's that listed at four hundred four hundred dollars hundred dollars there we go that's galvatron uh yeah let's do deluxes there were four of them three of them four of them Four. four of them. So we got skids. skids. He was revealed a couple days before PulseCon from IGN. That always happens every year. So we got Skids. So I know that uh, talking with the rest of the cast, like I'm pretty excited for Skids. Um, I like Skids. I like you the be. Thrilling Thirty One, but um, you know this one's like G1 accurate. I wasn't going to get the masterpiece. This is in no way, shape, or form anywhere close to that, but I, I think it looks fine. Like I, I don't know, but I know everyone else is it's, like hating on it. Its legs literally look like a knockoff. They remind me of, and I mean, I don't even mean that as a joke, but like, look at some Sir Toy stuff that Net Anna gets on. You know, where like it's all super hollow and like painted on one side. 
Like that's literally what it looks like. I mean the it the just, hollowness of the legs, uh, like all the other deluxes are the same way. Like I looked at like Wheeljack. They're not though. They are. Like if you look I at, mean a lot of them maybe, that doesn't mean they don't look like knockoffs even they, though. They usually have that strut in the middle of the thigh to break it up, so it visually breaks it up. But this, like, the entire thigh is one big gap. And it, it and with the lack of paint inside, it's like, I, ooh, look I at that. That's the problem the big, is that it's yeah. blue, and then it's silver on the outside only. And it just – it's been – the hollow figures have been a, a problem for me. That's another reason why I kind of lost interest in Hasbro. Um, but they've been doing that for years to cut costs at this point, right? But – that's to me that's like the worst it's looked yet like it keeps keep finding new ways to make it look worse i mean i do i do agree i think it would look a lot better if they painted the inside of the thigh like i think that would help um you know if it had silver paint instead of that like dark blue um on there but i think otherwise like compared to the other deluxes i don't think he's any more hollow like i i compared him to um you know like uh you know a lot of the other ones and they're they're very similar i don't i didn't really notice the hollowness to me he's just too wide and boxy if they just scrunched him in on the sides like a millimeter on each side it would help that figure drastically in both modes he could have really used a faux chest or a faux hood chest where the real chest folds away into his back somewhere and then there's a smaller leaner yeah, he's. But they could just made the whole thing a little less wide. Overall, it'd been fine. Yep. He's I yeah. Should've. His, should've. his upper upper torso is a box, and his bottom half is all hollow stuff. You know, it's it's an odd choice. It's cool that Skids is getting a dedicated re G one figure, but that ain't it. <laughs> I think a lot least. of the redecos could look better because you know we'll get like cross cut and burn out, and hopefully Skids and Screech down the line. I think paint could hide some of the boxiness if they painted around the edges of like the, the bumper of the car the grill of the car paint can obscure those kind of hard lines that he has so i think probably burnout won't fix it but crosscut might look better i'm also not a fan of the big plate behind his head oh the actual yeah the actual head plate not the not the cowl thing he always has the cowl thing but yeah the cowl thing yeah. is fine but yeah, the actual plate. Yeah. Which is weird. Don't do that. Yeah, that, that feels like too much of a G1 throwback. Like a bad G1 throwback. Yeah. It's the legacy of G1, you guys. Right. Woo. There you go. I'm, I'm betting it'll be fine in hand. Yeah, I, I will get it because I like skids. I will get that skids. I like my IDW skids. It's a different dude. I like my idw skids but he doesn't stand up very well and now that his cross cut he just kind of it's over and the way his legs move he can't i don't know his posability is kind of wonky so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad we're getting an update i wish the idw of the 2014 one had been a little bit bigger whatever whatever maybe mmc will someday do a skids that's in their mmc reformatted scale i, I probably not because it's like we've said before this is the comic was canceled five years ago and the lines winding down. It's yeah, the same though, because Skids is very important in that comic. But he is. Alas. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to continue on with the deluxes or stay chronological in terms of reveals? Let's, Let's stay with deluxes. With deluxes. Okay. And we'll talk about RC next. <clears throat> Just because we can. Yeah. The 
there's already better toys of that. The first edition toy is way better. The later toy that came out, like after the first edition from in the Prime line, is way better. This I don't know, like, get it. Okay, I mean, we, we saw Bulkhead as well. We'll talk about him in a minute. But they're G1-ifying RC and Bulkhead for this line and probably Knockout later on. And it just doesn't feel like it worked. I didn't get RC. that it was G1-ifying it. I thought it was just... Well, I don't know if it's necessarily g one fine, but I feel like that they're fitting the Prime toys in with the aesthetics of the line. And so they're making, like... But I, I feel like part of that is is it's ways to make the retools and repaints easier to do. I think that's what it is more than them trying to match aesthetics. Yes. And with RC... We've seen listings for the Velocitron line of Road Rocket. That's probably what this mold is actually supposed to be. Yeah. And of course, we'll get a flame war out of this more than likely. Maybe I've an Energon RC. I've seen cool. the Digibash. I've seen the Digibash for flame yeah. war. Yep, that it looks good. good. I want that. I, I'm I excited just RC's to get a flame war since, since we haven't gotten, you know, gotten a uh, representation other than I'm sure the... What? Okay, what are the three representations we've got? Bakon 05, Bakon 14, and Prime Cyberverse. Okay. Mm, Peter has them all. So the Bakons hey. don't count because, like, I don't want to spend that much money. And the Prime Cyberverse, okay, sure. But then, but then Prime First Edition stuff shouldn't count because who wants to spend that much money? Okay. Like, I was looking at it now to see, because, um, you know, sometimes if figures aren't available anymore it's nice to get at least something on there for people and yeah first edition is like 60 70 dollars it turns out uh my goodness yeah well, and this then, is probably fine yeah this will be yeah. fine and, and the redeco go ahead other ones look like they're maybe i don't know 40 bucks it's, it's hard to get a, a beat on it the beast hunters is even 60 dollars so yeah she's expensive it turns out Especially in this well, a very popular show. A lot of people came on board with it, and a lot of people still carry the torch for it, yeah. even this many years later. So it's nice to see them come back to Prime. I do wish they would have kept the stylization of them, though. Yeah, I, I'm i not sure how I feel about these. Like, I'm not all that excited about non-screen accurate figures, you know? Like, I don't know. I would have rather just been, like, looked like Prime instead of, you know, this. Yep, all together. I don't know. That's our. I've said this before about. I've said this before about toys, from, Unicron trilogy and on, is that a lot of the toys that came out then were pretty darn screen accurate. They might have been blockier. Um, you know, obviously that the first. They're good toys. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's one of those things that when you do redo those characters uh, or redo those toys, are you are you able to improve upon them? Um, you know, at least in terms of screen accuracy, and that's that's hard to do, especially by the time you got to the prime toys, they were really darn screen accurate. I so mean, even concerned if they ever do animated, like how, the same question: How would you ever animated great be better than animated yeah. screen accuracy? You give can't, me some not really no. Give me some more animated characters. Yes, more. You, you know, but 
they don't need to be redone. I mean, I don't think anything Unicron Trilogy up needs to be done. Maybe even some of the robots in disguise stuff. A lot of that stuff looks is still great and looks screen accurate, which we'll probably get to in a bit. But I, um, I think the only thing is, is that you know, not everyone has those toys from back then, so I think they're. There yeah. is probably some nostalgia and whatnot and people wanting to, you know, rebuy the toys. But then, like, this probably just drives, you know, those people nuts because they're like, oh, thanks. Like, I got the toy, but then it's not, you know, what I want. Because I know that, um, uh, who was a Hot Shot, I think it was? People were complaining about that, that it could have been more accurate and whatnot. So, yeah, pretty close to that form of Hot Shot. But this is the joke I made with Christian the other day. Is like, oh, good. You, you're you upset that the thing you want doesn't exactly look like the thing you want. Like, welcome to G1 fans for like 30 years. <laughs> Took him a while to get there. That's true. Yeah. But with the G1 fans, if you don't like how it looks, just wait a year and you'll get a new one. It's like Star But that wasn't the case, whatever. you know, for ages and ages and ages. True. true. Yeah. That's true. They got really close for us on some of those, and then just, nope. Just to buy this much. So, Kickback? I think Kickback looks fantastic. We, we like mm-hmm. Kickback. Yeah. Yes. He's alright. The only thing I didn't like when I saw him was uh, Bug Mode. His back half is very clearly his legs. Like, it just doesn't it just jumped out at me, you know. Yeah. In the um, cartoon, he like he was very. Does. I mean, yeah. I think they I know that's it what... up really well. Definitely looks like, like kickback. It doesn't have like gaps like you know legs would have, and other kind of modes. They really cleaned up so it looks fine in insect mode. I'm curious to see how it'll look in hand with the. Um... The insect mode having the the biological looking wings versus mechanical looking wings because they said they were like sort of like still on this kind of you know beast wars you know kingdom kick um, they're like oh we threw in these uh, biological shaped looking wings that I don't know I'm not, I'll be I'm holding out judgment till I get that in hand to see how much I really like that just gonna take those purple things he comes with off. Yeah, they look like giant blast effects. I don't know what they are. They need to go away. So I'm going to put them they in a bag and never see them again. Are. I don't know. It's funny because um, when this all started, you know, we got Cliff Jumper and and uh, B and some of those, and you're like, oh man, they're like they're just they're slightly upscaling some of these legends to deluxe. Um, yeah, you know, and I was like, oh, like you know that kind of things. But I actually really prefer. You know, these figures a lot more. There's a lot more articulation on them. Like, they're a lot more solid um, and, and all that. So, it's like, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's not great paying 22 bucks for them or 20 bucks or whatever instead of 10 But I, I like, you know, the the way these fit in my collection better than, um, you know, the, the old Legends figures we got. Well, I feel like they started to treat the Insecticons like a Legend scale toy. And to me, the Legend scale was more so for the Minibots. And like the, the Minibots and the Insecticons, you know, we don't have to be complete slaves to G1, but the Insecticons are twice as big. Like they're not, this guy, you know, th- this feels like the size of what a Deluxe, you know, would evolve into. 
So it is nice to get the Insecticons in that size. Um, we had kickback in the war for Cybertron and he was a deluxe figure and that was, it was a cool toy, a little bit, a little what? bit a lot with that design, but, uh, it was still a cool toy and I liked it at that size. What I'm wondering is if we're actually going to get all three Insecticons in legacy. Well, I, it seems to me we will get it within the next three years. Yeah. We're going to get them in three years in three different lines with three different shades of purple. Oh, God, no. Three, three different sizes and, like, slightly different. Like, I have the three Legends ones that they did over several, you know, lines. But they don't really go together. You can put them together and squint, and it's fine. You know, and, and Rob, I kind of... That, that's why the, I made that joke. That's, the early that's why I made the joke, Rob. indicated that we will get them within this trilogy cycle. Okay. They're not... There's no more Insecticons in Legacy. It's just this one. Got it. I don't have a need for a different G1 kickback, but uh, if they do the like the e-hobby colors, I think uh, that could be fun. You know I they will. Really love to see those, and they seem to like Diaclone repaints. Yep. They they or might make a little out of them. It's it's not exactly a direct translation, but still, you never know. Yeah, we like kickback. Well, well, they do like uh, fans project where they just do straight repaints of uh, to the del deluxe Insecticons and don't actually do them all. Probably. I hope not. I will get a, a selects three pack, or they'll be in the Amazon whatever yearly pack, yeah. or they'll show up in the Walmart series that year. Whatever, they'll come. Golden they'll Time Crisis. Search I love for it. Galaxy. Golden Time Crisis is fantastic. Yeah. Zaptrap shot hole in Salvo, right? Salvo is kickback. Sounds right. Ooh, yeah. It's always good to get a nod of approval from Peter. It's what I crave. I wake up in the morning and crave Peter's approval. I wish I could get Peter's approval. <laughs> I was able to get you that early approval this weekend when he's like sleeping in the same room as me. So who's next? Drag oh, last strip. Drag strip, yeah. Redoing the combiners. Freaking magnets. How do they work? Well, it's not going to be Scramble City according to the leak earlier today. It's going to be the way all the third-party companies did Minasaur, which is there's going to be a trailer... That's a big skeleton, and drag strips just gonna peg onto the back. Yep. Well, peg onto the arm. Onto the arm. Bit. Or yeah, sorry. Yeah. The cars have peg drag on. Sorry, peg onto the arm. But yeah. beyond but putting aside Minosaur for a moment, because we haven't seen drag strip himself, I think looks fantastic. They're finally back to the six wheel mode, which they haven't done since G one. Yes. So yeah. I'm excited for him. He looks great. The yellow looks great. The face looks great. Love him. Clearly the winner of this wave. Yeah. Both Decepticons fared better than the two Autobots. Um, yes. and, and yeah, Dragstrip is, is my favorite. So uh, we had a chat going whenever they revealed that. And I know, Phil, you were uh, kind of mentioning, you're like, I was thinking about getting the fans toys. But now that I see this, like I'm, I'm thinking of going Hasbro, and I, I really thought you were joking, but then apparently after talking to the show, it actually sounds like you might be serious. 
I, I have a, a display of Decepticon combiners. They are a combination of third party and uh, Hasbro with Predaking and, and uh, Devastator in there. Uh, the only one I'm missing is Menasaur. So the question is, can I build a good looking Menasaur that will kind of fit in well in that shelf? And that shelf, they don't all scale well because I've got the fans project Dino King. Uh, which is he's he's a little bit smaller, um, and and the the Piranicon doesn't quite match the the height either. Um, so if Menasaur was a little bit smaller, it wouldn't be the end of the world. And quite frankly, in this economy, to get a mainline Menasaur is going to save me a lot more money. I, I mean, I, I I could practically build Menasaur for the cost of one fans toy limb not not exactly it's a little bit more but um you know that that is something to consider and, and i'm not saying i'm definitely going to do that but it's it's a high consideration of mine i mean they're completely different worlds they are i yeah. get it i know it won't match aesthetically but well the, that the, shelf of yours already doesn't match it's, it's already twice. yeah yeah which i mean if you enjoy the figures go for it yeah. but i think you know, like Dread Strip is a good example of, yeah, they're making the figures hollow these days, but that figure doesn't look like a hollow mess. It's a little bit under the knee, but it, it's not like Skids where it's just like, here's yeah, your pool. Dread Strip has the covers. Yeah. yeah, he's got covers. His upper thighs are a solid piece, or if it's hollow, it's on the back at least, it, you know, so you can't see it. Um, I think he probably benefits from having to have that third mode and be a functioning limb for a larger robot. Well, I don't think he is. I think he's just a car, and you plug him on. Mm. I don't know. If it's it's not really a functioning mode anymore. That's not true. like we we haven't seen. I would be willing to wager that it's a bit more than that. So I really... bet you a taco that it's effectively just slapping a car on there. I will shout out to tacos. Shout, shout out, out to tacos. tacos. I'm really curious what they're gonna do with the rest of the combiners. I was talking about uh, this with Christian earlier today. Like it, this makes a ton of sense. There's a Minosaur that um, you know he was definitely the weakest combiner of Combiner Wars. So redoing that was like a no-brainer. The third parties kind of showed us like how to do it, um, and so it, you know I think that like this just makes a lot of sense. But like are we going to do the other combiners? And if we do the other combiners, how's that going to fit out? Because like Minasaur has a trailer. And so it makes sense that he has that and has all the parts hidden in that. But like, what do you do for, um, you know, Superion? What do you do for, um, you know, whatever the other trailer or a plane? <laughs> okay. Luggage carriers, luggage carriers. There you go. We saw the, well, the, know, the, the, the announcement today that, that it's going to be a, uh, a trailer-type frame, and the elbows are going to be somewhere included in there, so maybe drag strip breaks in half and we plug them in somehow. I don't know. Yeah. But what if they are scramble combiners and they plug in with their scramble ports so that future combiners that come out in this format can still scramble and do, you know, Destron Super Scramble or whatever? What if? possible i mean a lot of the third-party combiners have just said hey here's your middle chunk of your torso it's not part of the other bots 
this is this is live with it just just live with it you get individual bots and alt modes that look good and you get a combined mode that look good and you just have a big chunk of plastic that goes into a drawer when you don't have it combined it's not the worst thing in the world fine yeah it's nice when they don't have to do that but i think that should be reserved for six member teams like lyo kaiser raiden or devastator it we've seen with the third party stuff that it functions better if you just have the the framework, the chunk, whatever, yeah. it just works. I mean, I don't think that Hasbro is going to do that exactly, but I could definitely see it where it's just a base. Like this is the you know aircraft base, or this is the you know whatever kind of thing. That's fine, Peter. I really want to see a new Computron. I don't feel like the the first Computron we got through Combiner Wars. Even the Takara one was like it was all well, they needed old. upgrades. He yeah, was a comp out. Yeah, I think, and, and, and I don't think any third party company has done a great Computron, and and he's probably my favorite Autobot combiner. Like this is the only problem I have with them. Hey, we're redoing the combiners. Start with Minasaur, a fucking Gen. Like oh my god, you know, like the third parties did the war over it when there's so many other combiners that they don't touch. You know, or they get, you know, kind of shoved in repaints. Like, at least Piranacon, they did a good bit of remolding. And that figure doesn't stand for crap, but the figures look cool. And they, they look think, pretty on point. Mine just Lucas fell over the other day. Because right. I think Lucas is right in that this is a makeup for the worst combiner of Combiner Wars. Because mm. they don't come worse also than the fact that, you know, the glut of third party is like... Oh, people like this. It's like when there was the glut of third-party Devastators was around the same time we got Combined yeah. Wars Devastator. So, you know, Hasbro, I think, is trying to ride those third-party waves. Like, I'm just... I think if they're going to do another Combiner, it's probably going to be, like, Superion, right? Like, one of the A-lists, when I really would rather them say, we're going to do a real Computron instead. That, so, would, yeah. that would get me to buy it. You know, if it's like, me, I'm not gonna buy I think this. Defensor is second. Because I think Defensor is the second worst combiner of Combiner Wars. Like I think they will do them in that order. Maybe they won't. I have no support for this whatsoever. And, but and there's just, no reason. Yeah, you know what? You do have support because there's two third party defensors right now coming out. Oh yeah? So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it just it seems like plus they like to alternate factions between the larger size classes each year. So yeah, Minasaur Motormaster would then flip to Autobot, Hotspot, you know. No. It makes sense. It's either but we have no guarantee that we'll even next. get another one of these style combiners because it is what is it going to take it's, us it's a new year ground. to get it? Yeah. Yeah, it's new ground in that, you know, it's not with Combiner Wars, it's the whole line gimmick and they all scramble city. So. Which was nifty yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, it's how they were able to, I think, turn them out without worrying about unique engineering for all of them. Um, you know, in Superion. If they want to do the animation thing again, like, you know, skeleton, you know, again, what do they do about it? Because you can't put a trailer on a plane. I mean, you can, right? Like, but it's the I same thing where the planes just kind of plug like, in. It's a, yeah. it's they'll, a they'll do it styling style yeah. where there's a big cargo thing underneath it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying it's it's another case of we have to find a unique solution for it, it you know, as opposed to combiners where they had it figured out, you know, for the whole line. They could do... Uh, a, a new HasLab, $700 plus, and that's where the frames for Computron 
and Superion and Defensor and all those guys. You can they're only available there. And and the actual Haslab figure is a really kick ass wheelie or or <laughs> I don't know. Scrounge. It's scrounge. I'd pay for a scrounge. Six hundred dollars for a scrounge. I already paid for a scrounge. Yeah, we did. In Combiner Wars. With Computron. Yeah. That's the only piece I bought from that. Found somebody that wanted to sell it off, so I just bought that. I, it I has. Like, no, it looks nothing like Scrounge, but I bought it anyways. It has his head. That's fine. It's, it's close yellow. enough. Kind of a wheel. The only thing I don't like about Drag Strip here, like I mean, I don't. It doesn't fit in my collection really, but is that, and this is just unavoidable. Whenever there's just solid yellow plastic, it looks cheap. It's something about the way yellow. It's that half translucent that yellow plastic has, and this isn't Hasbro's fault or anyone's fault. That's just how yellow plastic looks, and it's unappealing it's the, if you don't paint it. It's the color yellow's yeah. fault. You, Shout out bro. to yellow. They've gotten, they've gotten better at it, but yeah. The this wheels are really Mr. bad. Mr. Destron, will you help me this time? Because I didn't do it in Combine Wars. Will you help me get the, the appropriate number of duplicate torsos and limbs to form the extra combiners? Yeah. Like Super Scramble and Scramble 7 and yeah. Abominaticus. And, okay, cool. I yeah. need to make sure I get them all this time. I'm not okay. making that mistake again. We can do that. Catch them all. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Combine our Wars. I will probably I think, buy I Catherine just in the chat that she likes seeing Hasbro trying new things like this. And, and I don't disagree, but at the same time, like this isn't really new. This is Hasbro borrowing ideas from uh, third party. It's like third party borrowed Hasbro's IP, Hasbro's borrowing third party's <laughs> engineering. Who mentioned that? Catherine. Catherine. Shout out to Catherine. Shout out to Catherine. So. Uh, Catherine was asking too whether or not the drag strip will become yet another mirage. And I do think that part of the reason they're doing combiners, a couple things. One, it entices people to buy five figures. Two, like a lot six. Of... What six? And this because of the trailer. Oh. Well, isn't Motormaster coming with the trailer? Yeah. Not yes. according to the leak. Yes. What? Are you crazy? That's no, why. I, yeah. I thought it was a. It comes uh, as a commander okay. bit. That was a commander. Oh, that's right. Trailer. You're right. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Sorry. But that. But again, that justifies the commander price point or whatnot with it. Um, yeah. So I, I think that uh, you know that's that's um, part of it. I would is, buy another set for a masquerade combiner. I would. I think if they they lo- they love doing selects repaints, but. Um, I mean, I don't know. We got we got Piranacon and God Neptune. I don't think a masker like I think a G two version is a given. G two probably, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I, I would probably pay, like the masquerade. Those I would, I would buy that. Did not sell. Yeah. They do now. Really? <laughs> really? Orson yep. had Orson had them up for like two hundred twenty, and they went immediately. That's good. That's and so- Orson, if you know, his stuff was all cheap. Well then. Look yeah, G2, G2 combiners. That's... At least G2, I mean, Superion and uh, Minnesota G2. Yeah. That's hilarious. They because, all got like, for so long, those, those, they rotted. They rotted. Like, they were what, I, I like think Serge said he found his on Hasbro Pulse's eBay for, uh, or not even Hasbro Pulse, Hasbro Toy Shop's eBay for like $15 for the set. Yeah, was that Superion that did that too? Uh, yeah. It's crazy. So. I mean,. Yeah, I wonder it's if they just ended up destroying one. a bunch of them, and now it's limited, and people just want to spend. I, I would be, <laughs> right, well, yeah, good. 
I would so be I'm excited. Just at Daniel's comment that uh, the six hundred dollars scrunch has like, better blast effects for Christian. <laughs> shout out to blast effects. No, do not <laughs> shout out blast effects. Damn. Yeah, a G two oh. one, I think, is a given. Masquerade would be a pretty interesting select set. I, I don't want them to do what they did in Combiner Wars, though, and and like do that Autobot combiner that doesn't tie into anything from the fiction. It's just like, ground. you know, yeah, because it's like, to me, that was, I don't want that to be a new precedent that they set, that that's now a combiner that they're going to do. Um, Stop trying to make it a thing. It's not a yes, thing. Yes, exactly. I don't think don't I've make that mentioned this has, bro. on this not show fetch. before, but I do, if, if you add up the price points from a commander plus four deluxes, it does roughly turn into a Titan price point i feel like with black zarek making a debut in selects as a titan select we could definitely see combiner sets in selects that way it would, you wouldn't have to buy each component you just boop boop combiner you, you mean like like Dominus and volcanicus we were already seeing combiner select sets yeah but they're things were you know, leftovers this is for the new thing i don't know you're probably right i'm probably overthinking yeah. it and those were way more expensive than a titan that's true. They were. Yeah. So, short version, Autobot's pretty bleh. Decepticon's pretty eh. And what about Voyager? Voyager? We got pretty, one. Pretty good. A one Voyager. We have a rumor about the second one. We'll get to that. But yeah, uh, Bulkhead is the Voyager. He was released in, or not released, he was shown a few days earlier in IGM along with Skids. We kind of mentioned him with RC. He's like a G1-ified prime animated bulkhead so like with the rc it wasn't clear to me that they were oh we're g1ifying prime rc that didn't that didn't come across at all this did come across yes this is a better execution um i was mad at it for the first few hours after i saw it and then i was like you know what this has grown on me i i kind of accept this i dig the idea i don't i do too the, the, the toy left me feeling kind of meh I agree with Rob. I, I it's funny because I really like Inferno and Grapple, but the whole idea of the front of the cab, just like the arms flipping out and the legs flipping out from that, the way that that bulkhead style is. Um, if you do it well, like you did on on you know the new Grapple and the new Inferno, it doesn't look as blocky. But again, he's he's so he's not as blocky as Skiz, but he is really blocky with that design and engineering choice that they made. And, um, you know, it, it, it stinks because I've seen them do recent non-masterpiece, but the Kingdom Inferno and, and Grapple, not Kingdom, Earthrise, Inferno and Grapple, like, they pulled that off really, really well. And I Bulkhead think it's because they're leaner, they're leaner and taller characters, where Bulkhead's a little bit shorter and wider. And like, yeah. like we saw with Skids, making it so wide makes it look off yeah i mean but but with bulkhead you could have gone a lot of different ways we've never seen a bulkhead that looks like this and i just yeah, feel like it's age of extinction hounds alt mode or yeah last night one of them yeah. whichever one of them it's more like that than unless animated slash prime chunky boy bulkhead but it's like yeah. that hound was live action bulkhead anyway so eh, i guess they're all barred yeah. from each other i don't know Whoever that character was liked murdering creatures, so I don't think it was either Hound or Bulkhead. So. We right. <laughs> Shout out to murder. 
No. No, we're not shouting out to murder. The bulkhead, I, I would I mean, say, doesn't look very hollow. Like, it seems like they filled in a lot of his bits. Right? Like, the legs, at least, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And the dark green, while it is a little monotone, I think does help hide some of that, if there is that in there. Yeah, yeah I got it. Fine. Yeah, I pulled him up. Yeah, he doesn't... I'm sure he's hollow on the inside, but, it, like, it's just like me. Uh, yeah. You know, the pieces wrap around or whatever. So that, you know, it doesn't look near as off-putting. It is Something interesting to think of what we're going to get in terms of knockout. If knockout will be in the same vein, because like, unlike RC and bulkhead, I don't feel like we've ever gotten a really great knockout toy. So this, I think, but I was excited for us to get a really good screen accurate knockout toy. And I'm thinking we might not get that yet. Not sounded it. Probably not. That but knockout noticed... toy sucks. <laughs> For such a cool character. Toy yeah. yeah. Pretty bad. What I've noticed with all the all the figures we talk about so far, I think they all come with these extra little energon weapons or clear plastic weapons that are not theirs. They don't haven't belonged to them in the past. But they all kind of look like they link together to do something. I don't know. There's something more at work there, I think. But they're not blast effects, and that makes me very happy. Yeah, I was gonna say they look better than blast effects, so there's that. So who's the other Voyager that is rumored? I didn't I don't think I've heard that. Or I forgot. So, with, okay. This is gonna go into conspiracy territory, so please stay with me here. We've seen the leak list and we've seen the end of the leak list for Kingdom. We also have big bad listings that have bulkhead listed with mystery secret figure. It's not a secret. There was supposedly going to be, and may still be, another wave of Voyagers for Kingdom that includes Blaster. When BBTS lists secret figures, they're typically repacks so far. So this should be a repacked, or if Y5 doesn't come out, first packing of Blaster. Yeah. I just pulled up the BBTS listing and literally says secret figure. Yeah, the, All right, the leak list for Legacies list Blaster in the first wave. The leak list okay. for Kingdom list Blaster in the last wave. So presumably it'll be a holdover if that comes out in Kingdom or it'll be the first release if it comes out in Legacy. But so, a secret figure could be anything, even a boat. Even a boat. <laughs> Shout out to boats. Shout out to boats. Need more of them in Transformers line. So yeah, other voyages probably Blaster or it'll be not Blaster. We'll see. That brings us to Laser Prime. He's made of lasers. He looks wonderful. He looks amazing. I thought it was interesting that they used they they reused a lot of parts from the uh, Optimus Prime legs, the um, Earthrise one. You know what? Good, fine. That's a good mold. Yeah. I didn't look at it close enough to notice that. Wow. The thighs look the same. Otherwise, I think they're pretty different. The So there's no vents or whatever on the front, but I think otherwise the legs look pretty similar. Like it has that little, um, I don't know, like a lot of the molding is similar. So It's got the trailer, and the trailer transforms actually into the base, which is awesome. Love it. 
I think the horse... truck mode looks weird to me. Am I the only one that, like, you know how Skids on. is wide, but he's got like these little tires at the bottom. That's what the truck looks like. He's got this big cab and these little tire in the front. I don't know. It looks off-putting to me. I'll wait for Scourge on this mold. He'll be at Walmart next year. Because it's blue. Tiny bit. Hints of it. I think the Toy Hacks is very excited for this. (laughs) Yeah, big old decal of Optimus burning down a forest. That's what we want. Mm. I, found I will this a- buy all the repaints of this. Please give me Toxitron, finally. Please also give me Laser Magnus. And Shattered Glass Magnus. And Shattered Glass Optimus. I'll buy them all. I will buy every single one of them. Do you think that Laser Magnus will actually come out? Laser Magnus, I think, is one of the least likely. Yeah. You could probably get me on a Toxitron on this. I don't, I'm not going to buy the normal version. Because I have the normal version. So, like the the original, it's another case. Has a theory that Hasbro's going after all the Bacon and Club figures, so Toxitron would fit. Yeah, it would. Yeah, that that's that's my theory. That uh, I don't know. I I was telling Christian that I I I have a theory that the Bacon guys keep calling Hasbro to uh, try and get you know, rights again or whatever to the convention and that they just got so annoyed that they're like, you know what? We're just going to release all the old Bacon figures. We're just going to redo them all. So <laughs> that that's my theory. We got Shadow Glass and Road Rage and Bug Bite and now Lift Ticket from this evening. They're going after them. I would say that while I think the old figure still holds up and is awesome, you know, like if you were saying, hey, let's do this in the you know modern line, I think it looks like they did a good job of bringing it to the modern line. I, I don't know, again, Phil needed that I need it, given that I have the original and then the fans hobby one is out, which is awesome as well, that mold is. Um, but, you know, this is obviously going to be much more than a lot of other people's price points and size. It's cool that they're doing the trailer in the base because they've been so hesitant on that stuff for so long. <laughs> You know, unless it's like, oh, it's a Titan, now you can have a base. Unless it's the Ark, which we're going to make it transform into a robot for some reason instead. But, um, I don't know, that's cool. Oh, there you go. They, they did do it there, but you're right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've been doing bases, even times when they don't need it. Like uh, Quintessan's chair and Astro Train's extra trailer. Um so forgot about those. Yeah, a whole class of dudes in Earthrise who were bases. The Here. Micromaster uh, modulator his friends were all bases. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but if those is, are bases, do... you can just literally lay down any figure flat and be like, the base now, grandest. <laughs> that is grandest style. Yeah, I, I do I like though that you base. have the the separate toy and the separate base. Again, you know, Rodimus Kingdom Rodimus has the same thing, but like I miss that with the uh, Titans Return Power Master Optimus Prime, where it was all yes. consolidated into one figure 
um, versus being able to have the two parts and like, oh, you got the base and Optimus is standing in his base because that, that was a fun play feature for me as a kid. Um, you know, it, it was the, the idea of getting a a toy of a, a, a robot and a base that your little guys could sit in and defend was always fun because it just was like you got you got a lot you you know you got you got a whole like additional like narrative and storyline that you could build from that play feature that was power master optimus that was one of my favorites as a kid and i still love that toy today i think it's a it's a fun toy i have all the repaints of it and that that one in titan's return is the most disappointing thing I yeah. hate that thing, and I got rid of it. I wanted to like it so much, so hard, and it just... A lot of the Titans Return base modes are like, I guess it's a base. The stickers... I think Blaster and Soundwave pulled off the best. Yeah. But they, yeah. they didn't need to be bases, so... No. Six shot, then it's like, no, the tank mode gets a little pulled out, and it's an it's a artillery station. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Cross PulseCon. At least for Transformers. Yeah. I did like the way they revealed the new stuff. They had like images of the previous figures flash before they showed the new one. I thought that was a really cool way to do that. I hope they do it more. Yeah, I agree. It was really good to see Rachel back from maternity leave. She she was missed. I missed her. She knows Shout out to maternity leave. Shout out to maternity leave. Also, someone decided that Mark should look like an actual human and gave him a haircut and a makeover. I don't know. He looked nice and presentable this time. I was impressed. And he gave him a sold out of the weekend. He sold out. He what did you say, Christian? He did what for the weekend? He gave us one of the best memes of the weekend. What's that? Shout out to best memes. Shout out to to best memes. He said that like 500 times. Yes. And we said it probably 1,500 times. Well, I was wondering if someone listening to the show, you know, is sitting there going, like, why are they saying shout out constantly? So there I hope they are. Why. If you've listened this, I wasn't going to spoil the magic. We've, we've let you in on the joke. That's the last time we'll do that. He probably Not was. I out, let you in. That's the last time. <laughs> yeah. We'll no, still we're still going to use the joke. I'm going to use that joke till someone punches me. Um, but uh, it's hard to do now to roll apart again. <laughs> I, I plan on using it enough that someone will say, no, I'm going to drive up to, to Chicago and punch Phil because he deserves it. <laughs> there's two other cast members in Chicago, um, and there's plenty of other people in Chicago as well. Like, you're going to get punched now. I don't think there's any people in Chicago. It's it's uh, it's all <laughs> it's empty. Just the desert. Cutouts. I have I have <laughs> scores of cousins in Chicago, and you don't know any of them. So <laughs> I can <laughs> I can send any one of them. Well, not any one of with, them. With I can send probably pennies, one of them. them. Yes, they will find you. Why would you walking up such a punch street and punching me and just be like, I probably deserve it. Shout out to punching you. Pop. <laughs> like, oh, that's yeah. what that was. P- Peter sends ah, his regards. <laughs> I'd be mad for a second. Maybe more that. That hurt. So, overall, I thought the the Pulse Gun, like, reveal section where it was a little drawn out, but it wasn't bad. You know, and like you said, the, the bits they put in there were cool. Um, but it just, it's still keep surprising me is like they have these events where they have a dedicated audience and like 
they don't show everything because like lift ticket just came out today it was like literally three days ago you were talking about new toys like what and i know it's just just interesting how, how it operates these days they keep us on yeah. the hook and the more we have to scramble for pre-orders from hasbro the less money we have to scramble for pre-orders from third party and they pre-orders dedicated 1027 thing which is a reference to the address their building is on in Pawtucket not the Providence one but the Pawtucket one and it's like that's cool and all that today's October 27th and that's the same as the dress but like you just did the event like maybe it's not that important to have it be the same number I don't know I was the event today was cool I liked seeing the little tour inside like that was neat it was a good event to have just it is weird to have them within you know four or five days of each other I was busy today, so I didn't get to see it. But I did like that they did something special for premium members. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it, you know, I'm not saying that that we have to get a ton of additional stuff as a premium member. I personally think the premium membership is worth it um, without additional stuff. But you know, hey, this is this is something you're doing already. Give both incentive for people who aren't premium members to sign up and give a little extra bone to the people who are premium members to make them feel special. I didn't know there was an event today. I just heard that lift ticket was out for pre-order. Oh, yeah, they revealed it at the event today. Okay. Do you know what else they revealed? Alley Viper. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's one G. of the Joe. snake terrorists. Oh. G.I. Joe <laughs> that I'm very excited about. It's, it's one of the only, only original G.I. Joe toys I still have left. This guy is supposed to be able to sneak up on you in an alley. Because <laughs> I guess he blends in with graffiti, but it's just this it, it's it's just this late 80s, early 90s, just garish goodness that's getting a new updated figure, and I can't wait. I'm just imagining that guy like creeping around in broad daylight being like, you can't see me. <laughs> He's in line at Starbucks. Uh, a large macchiato for LA Vipar. Is there an LA Vipar? Your coffee's ready? It's a weird thing. Yeah, the event today was nice. I agree. It's nice to have a little something for the premium members. Yeah. But that's like... Oh, we found out that Cheetor was going to be in Rise of the Beasts. They had a little interview with uh, the dude... From in the Heights, who's also in Oh no, the actor. Right. The Beast. I'm very sad that there's a movie called Rise of the Beast for Transformers, and it's a reveal that Cheetor is in it instead of a bunch of cars that we know about, like a whole bunch, like typical cast. It's just well, they reiterated that Primal is voiced by Ron Perlman again, which is cool. Um, for his eight screen time. Three minutes of screen time. You're right. Peter. I'm here now. So now, do you yeah. think this is going to be similar to like when they did the Dinobots in um, Age yes. of Extinction, where like they have the whole movie and then like just at the very end, they're like, "Oh, hey, look at that." I would love to be wrong, but uh, yeah, I do. Huh. I think it's, it's not even going to be, gonna like be Transformers that. Kingdom where they're all chasing five different MacGuffins. There you go. That's what it is. I, I don't think right. it's Yes, shout out to McCuffins. I don't think it's going to be any of those. I actually think it's going to be a post-credit zinger where the beast finally rise out of the ground or something. And, and that's it. Just like the rest of the movies, like, yeah, like the rest of the time they're looking for the beast and the movie ends with 
I guess we'll never see them. And then it's a teaser. And they return to their home planet. Yeah. And then out comes, you know, a monkey hand and a kitty cat. And Ron Pullman says, Urgh. Where's that's prime? And then the end. Prime. Bumblebee was okay. This movie has room to be okay. There you go. All right, do, should we move on to TFCon? Yes. Where do we want to start? I went we to TFCon. I also went to TFCon. I'm a lot of us. also seen you guys. Wait, were we all at the same place at we the were same all time? There. What? And not just us. Wondered, only half yeah. of Peter's in the picture, so we don't know if his full self was there. We ah. had another picture. We found another picture. Antoine took a picture. Yes. Antoine was there. Oh, shout out to Antoine. And, got, yes. Antoine got shout out to Antoine. Antoine. Shout out to Antoine. Yeah. Because I'm horrible at taking and... pictures too. And so. I took none. Yeah. Yeah. I think the issue is a lot of the pictures were taken Thursday night before Peter got there. And. Yeah. Rick took a bunch of pictures Thursday night. I was also not there. And but I was Catherine fun. was there? At midnight. That was fun. Anna was there. Rick was there. Who else Surge. was there from the cast? Serge, Paul. Every was there. He's been on one episode. I don't, he's not Nick. a cast member, but you know he did. Guess he's he's been on. Nick was there. Yeah. Yep, Nick was there. I mean, I think the entire big... active cast was there. Like, there's some, you know, like Sean doesn't come on, hasn't been able to come on too much lately. Jack hasn't been on in a while. Um, yeah. Jim hasn't been on in a while. Swift um, has Don is dead to bit. us. So, and quite think... frankly, if you weren't at TFCon, you're no longer part of the active cast. So, if we forgot you, <laughs> this, this is you being cut. And the, and the real reason we don't like you anymore. And the real reason we didn't record a show there is because we didn't want to. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> yeah. it, and it was like this is going to be a pain. It's no. going to be a lot of lot of effort. Nah, we're, we're here having fun socializing let's continue to do this and we're so like, we let's did. go to sunday and by sunday we're like i'm tired what well, very yeah, tired i've found out why i don't normally stay up till four in the morning in my real life it's because humans need actual sleep, sleep? No, no, what's the, the sleep's what you do, do after the convention which i the did fun thing to do is both is fall asleep in the middle of partying with people and then when your friends <laughs> are talking you fall asleep and then laugh at their jokes and then fall back to sleep. This yeah. this is what you do. This is what That's you me. do. This is what I do. That's the it was so much in my Shout high school that was just like that. That was just falling asleep in class and a teacher asking me something and I'd have an answer and then they'd be like, how did you hear this? And I'd fall back to sleep again. That's an incredible skill. Yeah. I, I, yeah, don't fun know time. How I mean, I all the fun times I had were not related to the con itself because it was TFCon. TFCon is literally always exactly the same. It never changes, but well, it's not bad. It's, good, I, it's not bad. I feel like I saw, I saw the fewest panels that I've ever seen. I think Rick's panel is the only one that I actually went to. And I really wanted to go see Bob Budiansky, but unfortunately, we had a snafu. At the pot belly, um, and at the so, worst pot belly ever. Yeah, so so they had a technical issue, and it was tough for them to recover. 
it, it they, I don't I don't blame the employees. I I blame the employee that walked off that started the technical snafu, but the ones who remained, it wasn't their fault and they were doing their best. I'm very glad I did not go in on the pot belly order. Yeah. <laughs> it was tasty. It was eventually sandwich. Says the guy like, I didn't even get the sandwich hungry, he ordered. So it even better. Still tasty. I am. Um, yeah, I think it was all about the socializing. But I mean, even yeah. BotCon for the longest time, you know, has been just about the socializing. You know, the toys were, yeah, sure, fun, bonus, blah, 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 maybe some panels or signings or whatever. But it's always been about the socializing. But there was an insane amount of socializing, which I think, you know, everybody obviously really, really needed and wanted. Um, you know, Colin, uh, when he was on the show, you know, a couple weeks back, he was 100% correct. Masks were enforced. Um, they were. It was good. The dealer room was a huge space and everything was really spread out. And I wish they could always be that way. I don't always want to still be in a pandemic, but I loved how spread out the dealer room was. It was very easy to walk around and see stuff, even though there were a lot of people there. And yeah, it's that's the not to say I've ever seen a TFCon dealer room. Yeah, and that's not to say just that it was spaced out, that it was empty by any stretch. It's not saying no, that no. it was it was full and there were tons of people, but the tables were spaced out. There was enough space to display everything with lots and lots and lots of awesome product. Like, and that's that's one thing, Lucas, that I would say this is not like every other TFCon we've been to. Yeah, like they are they do start to run the same, but this one was busy. This one was really hopping. The Boots dealers were, were selling were, out of stuff on Saturday. Yeah. It was, yeah. There was a it lot. It was ridiculous. I've never seen it like that. Like, it was crazy. Like, it's one of those things where Orson, like, he brought a lot of stuff and, like, he sold through. Like, his booth was totally empty, um, you know, where he had people putting up, you know, like, selling stuff on consignment on, on Sunday. And it wasn't just him, like, across the. You're welcome. Yeah, across the uh, way, TF Source sold out of like almost everything. I mean, it was, it was just crazy. If like any booth you saw that wasn't like looking like a barren wasteland by the end of the show, it's because the prices were too high and people were like, "You're dumb," and I'm walking on. Um, shout out to high prices. Uh, <laughs> but I, I tried to be Mister Smooth Bargain Man. I found some action masters that I liked at a, a vendor and was like. Oh yeah, would you go down ten bucks on these? He's like, no. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe come back by later when you're uh, when you're maybe feeling like you want to get rid of these. And like three hours later, I walk by, and out of the five dudes I'd picked up, only one was still left. I'm like, okay, I'll buy these now because I won't get them if I wait you any lost. more time. You I lost did. that. I bargained and I lost, but I, I still walked away with cool toys. I'm happy with what I got. Um, like, but. If- People that didn't get to go, if you're wondering if we're exaggerating, um, I helped Orson set up and run the booth this weekend. But like, I missed the first few hours of the Saturday dealing room, dealer room because I was sleeping because we didn't go to bed till like 4 a.m. and then I got no sleep until everybody was out of the room, <laughs> you know. And so then I finally got a couple. Shout hours out to sleep. Seven Alarms. <laughs> oh God, what a murder surge! Anyways, shout out to murder again. Um, Double murder in this economy? But uh, so we helped Orson set up. I think by the numbers, by sun like for Sunday morning, by value, like monetary value, 
Orson had sold 75% of what he brought. I would say product-wise, he probably sold 80 or 85%. We had totes full of loose figures. And, like, we had his booth full jam-packed. Like, we were working to try to figure out how to get everything out. And we had tubs full of figures. He had two tables. And the tubs were full. You know, some were, like, you know, this deep. A couple of them were double deep. Laid out filling the table. Like, that many loose figures full of tubs. By the end of the convention, there were no more tubs. There were just individual bagged loose figures on the table, very spread out. You know, like they weren't packed in the slightest to where his like multiple huge totes of loose figures we put in three like Kroger bags to take out. That was all he had left. It Tell him the story about, share the story about, you guys know it better about Christian's Zeta Superion. I don't know the story. I mean, we put you stuff guys out. brought it down. Weren't you guys trying to like get it out and sort of display it nicely? And then like, Oh, I wasn't involved in that, that one. Um, okay. it was one like we were running out and I'm like, what's this box of toys over here? And he's like, Oh, it's Christian stuff. And like the shelves were looking bare. So I just started putting stuff out and, you know, and making it look nice or whatever. And then, you know, people started coming by and buying it. You know, we facilitated some deals over messenger, you know, playing proxy and going back and forth and everything. Um, Lord Megatron. Lord Megatron bought your who's a what's it? Cryotech, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was a, it was on fire. It made me sad that I couldn't well, drive because I would have. The Superion story hurt. though is is interesting because, like like we've mentioned, things were pretty crazy there. So I brought a a Superatron Zeta Superatron down on Sunday morning. I kept it up on Saturday because it didn't have the alternate combiner head. I had it with the masthead and I didn't have the the facey head. And I was like, okay, fine. Serge was like, oh, just take it down there, put it up for 300 and see what happens. I took it down there in like a like a tote bag, not assembled, because it's huge when it's assembled. So I had it disassembled to transit, and then I, Orson and Mark were putting it together. And like five minutes after I left the booth and they were putting it together, someone wanted to come buy it. <laughs> I was like, and they're like, you know, it doesn't have the thing, right? And it's this much. I'm like, yeah, I want to buy it right now. And then he didn't because they were putting it together. But someone else did come back and buy it maybe half an hour after that. So... Yeah, it was wild. Well, it was, it was the a same wild, way crazy at, place. At Aaron's booth, he had a masterpiece Beast Wars uh, Megatron, and we were literally in the process of transforming it to put it into the box, right? And someone came up and was like, "I want that," and like, so we were just like, literally, like, "Here, have your half transform Megatron." Like, here you go. But yeah, it was um, nice. I was. I kept meaning to ask what happened to that thing. Somebody, and I'm glad to get the story. So, like, some yeah, dude I bought it trans- wasn't even fully transformed. As soon as I picked it up and started getting the panels put together, some guy walked up and was like, is that for sale? I was like, uh, yeah, I'm just getting it in the box. He's like, I'll buy it. <laughs> here you go. Done. Here's the box. Yeah, My job here is done. Yeah, it was. Uh, it truly so, was crazy. I've never look, seen anything so, like that. How? What percentage of Aaron's stuff do you think sold? Because um, I know you helped you helped load and unload. He, I would assume. So, like, I think we consolidated like five totes down to one. Like he said that. Listen to this. It's insane. He said that he did better this weekend than he does at Planet Comic Con, which is a an event that has like seventy thousand people a day. Like it's it's it, it was crazy. Like it was. That's the power of a targeted convention, too. Well, the other thing, too, is is like the prices have like went way up for everything. Um, like 
2019, there's like pre-COVID and post-COVID prices now. So it's like, called the before times. Yeah, the before times and after times. Everything is like way more expensive now, like on vintage stuff and, and all that. Um, and so it's, it's crazy. But then all of it's moving, you know? I mean, you can't, you can't keep it in stock, so. And Nick had a very good weekend as well. Um, he, yeah. his store, shout out to St. Mark's Comics for real, um, if you're nearby, you should go there and say hi to New York. Yeah. Um, he has talked about the store has been doing really well. And so Can he's like, Docs, Nick. No, it's okay. no, St. Mark's, Mark's comics. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. he would appreciate that. A, go find Nick. It's in Brooklyn, New York, right? Um, yeah, it's in, it's in Brooklyn. But yeah. Like Where are your he, he didn't have a lot of stock to bring. So he was buying wow. collections at the show and just immediately selling them. It, you know, just just going through it. So it was. Yeah, I brought him about four boxes of stuff. I bet there was one box left by the end of the con. Another one of our friends, and Peter will be right back, people. Um, another one of our friends bought him a bunch of stuff and just went David's stuff, just just yeah. flying off the shelves. Yeah, it was crazy. And there were a lot of dealers there. Um, I felt Transformerland. I really missed. I know Peter would yeah, feel man. the same. Um. I, we talked yeah, to not I, I Matt, actually, the, the other we, person there. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah. you, and Peter. Yeah, or me, Lucas, Peter. We all chatted to him. They just said they were tired. They'd been doing a bunch of conventions. They were just like, well, they we they can. were saying that they're that they've sold so much stuff online that they didn't really have a lot to bring to the show yeah. themselves, which is crazy. If you've ever seen Transformerland's booth, it's usually like what like six tables eight tables or something insane and it's packed they have one of the best setups i've ever seen and i, I really did miss them i'm glad they're doing well shout out to transformer land yeah but i did miss them but there were still a lot of other you know i mean transformer land i always think of them as a vintage dealer because they have like the deep cut stuff that other places don't have but they have everything um but there was a lot of other you know vintage stuff there as well um and just all eras you know there were loose figures and Dig through the tubs for junk if you're into that, you know, all the way to box stuff. It was well, everything. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, custom stuff too, like the um, I don't I don't know what they're, but I think I'm kind of like Etsy style stuff, like handmade, um, handmade items that were there. There was one with uh, you know, had a bunch of the dolls type stuff, you know, the cotton stuffed mm -hmm. figures that they made, and by the end of the show, they also looked like a desert, and they had a yeah. lot of stuff, and it was just like. Now you can pick from four things, you know, <laughs> whereas beforehand I had a hundred, you know, I'm exaggerating a bit, but. So one, one pattern I did seem to notice is that a lot of the higher ticket items weren't going. The Unicrons, it looked like everyone still had the Unicrons at the end of the show. The Robeson Primes were selling uh, some of the, the higher end Japanese MPs. I, I didn't see really selling, but, but. Just about everything else was was moving at a really good clip. I mean, even if it was like three hundred and down, most of that stuff sold. Some yeah. random stuff didn't, which was yeah. If you're if you're like some fans' toy stuff didn't sell, which was surprising. You, you know, like you would expect that to fly off, but I guess I guess those guys were sated already. I don't know. But yeah, if you were, you know, yeah, below three hundred, your your items were moving. People had, I think, long lists of things they wanted to buy. They had pretty significant budgets, but maybe not, maybe not a Unicron uh, to ship back home kind of budget. 
Kids, what? kids walked up with wads of cash. Ten and twelve year olds walked up with rolls of bills. They're like, "What's that? I want that." Here you go. Oh, Shout right. out to drug I, dealing. That that was one of those things where um, I was helping out a couple kids with some Power Master Primes at, at Aaron's booths. And I just, I didn't expect them to pay the asking price. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's X amount of dollars. And they're like, all right, here, hold on. Here we go. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Like my kid doesn't have that much money, but I don't know. Apparently my kid's spending too much money on Fortnite skins. I mean, this is definitely two years of transformer nerd vacation budget stocking up. You know, when they finally went out. Another thing I think is interesting is that I feel like now that, you know, the people that were uh, Unicron Trilogy era and whatnot have grown up, that a lot of that stuff is moving now, too. Like, it used to be, whatever, five, ten years ago where that stuff just wouldn't move. And now, like, Aaron had a bolt, uh, had a bin full of it. and it, it Yeah, because Christian and Serge bought all of it. Christmas really surge true. is like piles of loot from uh from from TF Conference. Yeah. It's like here's the Unicron trilogy. Well, Spread Christian did. Serge had movie crap. Oh, well, he had both. Serge had both. Now, did Serge buy that big display? He like did. Of... Someone bought it out before he could. Oh, one of the sellers had, gone. had a store display of some movie figure, right? There was like Dark of the Moon, Ultimate thing. Optimus Prime. Yeah. Rick bought a store display of Omega of Energon Omega Supreme. He bought that on the way to the show. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My yeah. mistake. I think he, I think he, you know, knew a guy or knew a guy who knew a guy type of thing and swung by yeah. on the way down. It's like before the show, he had already bought that. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually not the only one in the Unicron trilogy game these days. I have competition now to complete Cybertron stuff. The prices on that have gone up so much in the past year. I think it just shows that people my age and around my age are getting you know money now and getting nostalgic for the toys we had growing up. I noticed they went up when I was selling them last year. <laughs> it's like a lot of those voyagers and leaders. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was surprised this- at your haul that you didn't already have some of those. Did you Did you own them at one point and get rid of them and now you're rebuying? If you looked at my haul, I have only never owned two of those figures, and one of them is because she came out last month. Okay. Like I was one, I was just like, how did how does he not have that? And I'm like, uh, probably probably switched it around. Switched it around. Yep. It's actually the fourth Galaxy Force Optimus Prime I have owned. Wow. So I still have my first. Such a dope figure. So huge. I'm selling this one. You he says that. now. Right. I'm actually almost done. Like I'm, I'm within, I don't know, 25 figures of completing Cybertron. Nice. So how many figures are in Cybertron? 200. So, did anybody spend much time on the panels? I just went to the third party panel. Well, I'll talk about the third party panel a bit. Um, one company just showed off a couple of Ninja Turtle add-ons, which, as someone who likes Ninja Turtles, that was cool, but I thought it was weird. The company's called Robot Hero, and they were showing not robots, but they do have robots they have made beforehand. So, um, Fans Toys showed off some more stuff that you can pre-order. I have way too many open pre-orders. 
There's a Chrome Dome, which is like, okay, you want to do Headmasters, Autobot Headmasters? How about you start on the two Make Toys didn't do? You know, or some stuff from Master Force or something. Like, why are you starting with Chrome Dome that already has a figure that's, you know, pretty well regarded? Um, yeah, like, sure, maybe you can get more cartoon accurate, but come on, guys. Um, you know, New Power Glide, who there's some options out there, but um, I don't think any of them are great. Um, I can't remember I what else. The DX9 Power Glide was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, Rick Defin. A lot of people like him. Yeah. Um, Outback was one of the new ones they showed, so. Yeah. They're, and Outback definitely... is, um, is is needed. I'm down with that. Yeah. So so what are we going to get first? Are we going to get a fans toy complete mini bot lineup or a completed combiner? I think a mini bot lineup because I know, I think they are stuck. Well, we know they're stuck. We know they're having troubles. I don't. Yeah. We don't know the status of it, but we know they're like, uh oh, this thing weighs a million pounds. What do we do? <laughs> um, there was no X Transbots slides which isn't a surprise because they've revealed like 40 toys supposedly coming out in the next two years i that obviously is never going to happen to that degree but he didn't have anything there mmc didn't have this in their slides but they just put out their g2 bruticus i don't know why they didn't announce it at the show it was at the show they had it in physical oh, was it? form they had it, it wasn't on the okay. slides but yeah. it physically was at the booth okay physically there and then they concurrently released an instagram post saying that you should check out g2 bruticus at the show okay um they had a few things some repaints they also had their first aid they showed their first aid off at the show as well he looks really nice he does like better than i thought he was going to look which yeah and they also had the steel jaw display oh yes steel jaw yep who, who was that? I don't remember. It was MMC I, I, as well. It was MMC as well. Okay, yeah. Yep. They're doing the Autobot cassettes now. Apparently. Um, and then they pull. also showed off at their booth um, the um, Eris, the, um, uh, what should we call it, the Tarn? Female Tarn. The female yeah. Tarn. Coulter Eris or whatever. So it looks like that's getting a regular release. But what they're going to do is is they're like tweaking the colors a little bit on the regular release. So if you already got it, that'll be different colors. Buy it again. Um, yes. Iron Factory had a crap ton of legends, a lot of the ninja stuff. Um, but what they have Christian mini bots cares for, their com- for uh, Iron Factory as well, right? Yes, yeah, so it looks like there's a Huffer, a Beachcomber, Pipes. I think so yeah, there's they're... a Sea Spray and a Power Glide as well. Sea Spray. Right? Yeah, I remember seeing Sea Spray. Those, those all looked see... really, really good, I thought. They had those. Oh. They were showing those off at the uh, the booth. So there wasn't a ton. There was really no, um, like, test shots. I don't know if that's, like, just not a thing anymore. Um, well, they they had the three. It looked like, you know, the extra cases where they usually put a lot of the third-party prototypes or upcoming stuff, and they were wrapped in gray trash bags or black trash bags the entire weekend. They did not set up that. Now, Chosen Prime did have some awesome displays up like they always do with current and upcoming stuff. So they had the two train bots from Moon Studios that looked awesome. And the IDW Grimlock, who also looks awesome from Planet X. Um, I'll fight you, Phil. The head design, I I can't get around it. 
It's, um, it's, it's not the toy looks amazing. If you like that design, the toy is a three dimensional version of that Milne design Grimlock. I'm just not, and I love Milne's designs except for his Grimlock. They did tease they're doing a sludge though. That they are. Yep. But Chris, the only thing Christian really cares about from here was the fans' hobby reveals. Um, you know, they showed off Energon Optimus Prime again, um, but. Good. Armada Overload got announced. Armada Tidal Wave, and which I think, I don't know, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but that is feels like like the most popular Unicron trilogy figure or toy. Like people, not even just the most popular Armada, like most popular Unicron trilogy. Yes, like people yeah. love Armada Tidal Wave, um, and then uh, they showed off some more of Armada Megatron, which even yeah. I'm tempted by that thing. The Overload cool. and the Tidal Wave do combine with their Armada Optimus and Megatron. Yeah, like, it makes me want to buy all that stuff. The Megatron is, is going to be hard for me not to buy it. But I'm sure they would appreciate if you bought all of that, Rob. I still sure haven't gotten the Armada Prime. I don't know if I will. What? But I will get the Energon one. That one looks really good. Yeah. And, and, and for me, I really love the Energon with with wing saber and that will just be if i can yeah, get me an updated wing saber and energon prime like i will be a very happy person who's got less money in his wallet yeah so there were some other things but i think that's that's you know enough of the the beats on that not trying to kill Kong, i'm yeah. just saying like, i'm not going to no. go through and read every figure or anything it's just a... no but but like the third party stuff felt a little bit lighter again like you said x trans bots had done yeah. A massive amount of reveals online lately. I don't think all these, you know, third-party companies are necessarily waiting for TFCon anymore like they used to. Maybe they'll start back up again. Um, but but it it there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, Chosen Prime, you know, which is primarily selling third-party stuff, like they were full. They had a lot of things to sell. TF Source had a lot of third-party toys to sell. So you're not lacking on getting. You know, third-party toys. Not by the end of the convention. Well, they did yeah. not have a lot to sell. Yeah, <laughs> some, um, so many empty shelves. I've never seen that before. Yeah, fr- Friday, Friday afternoon, they had a lot of stuff to sell before you know the the unwashed masses came in, um, and uh, it was you know, but but yeah, for for if you were if you were excited to go to TFCon for a lot of third-party reveals, you might have walked away a little bit disappointed. Um, but, but, you know, for what I saw, it was some cool stuff seeing, seeing those two train bots in person is like, yeah, going to, going to pre-order those big dudes. Like that's, that's going to be a massive freaking toy. Oh yeah. I wish some more people had went to other panels just so we could talk about them. But I think this is another case of late stage transformerism where a few years back, I just started going to less and less panels because I felt like I'd seen it all, heard it all. Um, and it was it's fun work in the dealer room to be honest. Just to hang out there, you chat with people while your friends are coming by, you're chatting with them, and you know, yep. sell some toys. You get to keep setting up the shelves, which is, you know, from an OCD point of view, pretty fun in a, in a way. You know, just to kind but of some shows re- you don't get to do that. Some shows it's just like, please buy my things, please someone someone I'll <laughs> drop the prices again. No, not. I'm gonna put up a big can. banner. Yep. Five percent off. Four cell. Four cell. That's five cell even six cell. Most I, uh, of us, most of the cast went to Rick's uh, panel on Saturday. I didn't. Screw you, I Rick. Said, I said most. I was um, And that was good. He told some stories that I actually hadn't heard before. 
So that was pretty cool. Um, and I wanted to go to the Budiansky thing, but as mentioned before, the, 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 the pot belly fiasco. Um, and I wanted to go to more panels than that, but we slept in on, on Saturday accidentally. And, and then Sunday intentionally slept in on Sunday. Yeah. And then we were kind of scrambling on Sunday for, for various reasons. Um, and it was good on the third party panel. I was, I managed to catch that. It was good to hear Ryan's voice. He couldn't make it in person, but shout was, out it, to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. It was good to hear him give his, uh, his, you know, he, he's the dude that gives the third party presentation and uh, it was good to hear him. The end. Yeah, I guess that would maybe be the only complaint I have is that the third, the, the panel section, just the way the hotel was laid out, the panel section was literally in another building that you had to walk across to get to. Like there was a skyway, you know, but it, it did just feel like it felt close to me. It didn't feel that way. Yeah, it like, wasn't that far away. I've been to we were some of us have been to some Bacons where they were far away. Yeah, that was not far away. That wasn't next door. But that that felt average, you know. And if you were walking right. with a friend, you were there in half a second, you know. If you were chatting, so. All right, all right. I mean, it's just me. Um, the hotel ran out of water really early in the day. Like they have the little water tanks by like ten or eleven. That water was gone, and they did not refill. There was it. a there was a drinking fountain right across from there. Right across. No, I'm not using that in COVID times. Gross. You had, they had cups. The hotel had cups out. Yeah, but still gross. I mean, they. How do I know people aren't using it the way they do in Parks and Rec? <laughs> oh, they definitely were. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I thought overall the hotel it was a nice location. I, I think it was a good good venue. Bed um, sucked. Oh, yeah, I liked it. Tiny, no. Well, if when you, you had to split to share them with another large human being. Well, I didn't have to split it, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, they were Mr. the beds were Ooh, Look at me, I'm Luke. You had your own room. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> Christian. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, um, Just trying to get away with it. I would have gotten away with it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> we're adults. We're forty, meddling forty-year-olds. <laughs> but to me, I think like the biggest negative of the weekend was uh, just that I had to fly. Because I'm I'm on the cusp of another big purge, and like I could have brought a bunch of stuff up, and I'd have had plenty of room after. By the time I woke up on Friday, I would have had plenty of or Saturday, wait, Saturday, I would have plenty of room already by then to put out some stuff since I was helping Orson all weekend. I and, I told Nick when he was setting up on Friday that hey, if they don't announce that 2022 is going to be in Chicago, I'm going to send you a bunch of stuff to purge. And I will not be sending Nick a bunch of stuff because TFCon 2022 in the fall will be in my backyard. I mean, that is yep. just an absolute shock that that Shout happened. Shout to Phil's house. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't sit here and tell me that is a shock. We were, were discussing all sorts of rumors that we had heard from different people that it was going to be in such and such a location or right, other but... location. But but yeah, it was not a complete shock. But I but was very thing, welcome though, to see is, it. Is the, so TFCon twenty twenty in the fall was in Chicago, right? Well, the way that it works with these hotels is it's not like they just TFCon twenty twenty. Don't remember that one. Yeah, so it got it got delayed. But like the way that it works with these hotels is 
like if you signed a contract, they don't let you just like completely get out of it. Like you're going to have to eventually like hold an event there. And so like, that's where it just made sense to me. Like I would bet my bottom dollar that TFCon in the spring of 2023 will be in Orlando. Like I have not heard anything, but just the fact that they had that other one planned there, like at some point they're gonna they're gonna bring it back because they had to do something with the hotel. What's amusing to me is that this is the you know umpteenth time TFCon's had it in Chicago when Fun Pub told us how they could never do a show in Chicago. It was too expensive. Blah, 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 blah. And by the time they eventually had one in Chicago, it was not in Chicago at all. <laughs> so all of the all of the TFCons have not been in Chicago. They've been in Rosemont. Yeah, so it is to be fair. It is a know. technical accurate point okay also baltimore was the first tfcon to be in the city it claims to be in ever interesting that is fun it was right next to the baltimore convention center which had a big combo convention going on at the same time it was literally right next to street to camden yards which wasn't being used because the orioles aren't in the playoffs and it was half a mile away from the Baltimore Ravens Stadium, which was being used Sunday, which is how Rob, Serge, and I got to meet a bunch of Ravens fans up close and personal. Um, but, but uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was cool. Baltimore is a city. Um, you know, <laughs> Deep insights my, with Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Every week my on wife, TFLP. <laughs> My wife yelled at me because I said like the only local cuisine I really got was was a crab cake the first day I was there and some cookies and the rest of the time it was chain chain restaurants. Um, but you know, it, it, because you had so much going on, like it was hard to get tables at places. It was hard to get food delivered. Um, you know, it, it was a more um, you know convention center type area, so you 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 didn't have a ton of local places to go to around there. It was mainly, you know, the chain things. And unfortunately, because of COVID, it was, you know, all right, do we really want to get a big group to go out somewhere at a restaurant? Like even non-COVID, I already don't want a big group to go out. Like I like being with everyone, but it's just a hassle. Yeah. It's, it's well, a hassle for everyone involved. The servers hate you. Like yeah. getting everyone to walk and to pick a place. It's just bleh. Split up and, into and I think four and five. Anyone and... in our group that's from Baltimore, we didn't have like a guide to be like, this is this is yeah. where we're going to go, and this is where you I should go. Sorry. I feel like that cat's gonna walk out of Christian's screen and then into Rob's. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi has some brown in him. Okay, so. I get it. They're different colors, but it's just like there's been like, yeah. oh, I see a cat walking across this square, and, now and then somebody's in this square, and then the cat on my shoulder. You see a tail. I don't know. Yeah. I, I know. Like, I feel like um, a lot of times for these conventions, like I don't actually do anything locally. And part of that is, is like TFCon Chicago is in not in actually in Chicago. So it's like I, I don't want to <laughs> drive the 45 minutes or whatever to to downtown Chicago to check stuff out. But like this actually was like it was in the Inner Harbor. And so there's a lot of cool sites. Like I think there's an aquarium that's close that some people went to. Um, you know, there's like other cool things to check out and whatnot. Like we went to the Lexington market. So I think that might've been the first time I've actually done it, even any sightseeing really outside of, of that. But, um, I will say I did like Reston a little bit better for 
like the um, places to eat and whatnot. Like there's a lot of wob- a lot of walkable restaurants. Uh, there was a pop deli right there in Reston. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So, Did they have a pita place that's closed on Saturdays and Sundays? <laughs> that place pissed me right the hell off. Holy moly! When when pop belly started falling apart, we kind of meandered a bit, and it's like pitas, pitas, and baba ganoush, and and, and all this. You know, it's like yay, Mediterranean food, and we ran. I think I ran by myself, but and they were closed, yeah. closed on Saturday and Sunday. Just a sign, closed Saturday and said, "Why the hell?" Would At you least they had a sign because when we first tried to get into pop bellies, both doors were locked. Both doors were locked, yeah, and then the comical just like yanking on the door. Yeah. So it was so, a good convention. Yeah. I was yes. glad to be there. I, you know, fate's willing. Chicago should shouldn't be a problem. Like you were talking about selling toys, Phil. The difference is, I would bring a bunch to sell at Chicago, but I'm probably gonna have purged it by then. I'm not gonna sit on it for a year to bring it to a show. And I'll, I'll probably just eBay and deal with shipping crap. But can I drive up and then drive up with you? you? Yes. Sweet. Yes, let's pencil that in. Yes, please. My driving buddy no longer lives here. Done. Yeah, I, I'm excited for Chicago myself. It's only eight hours instead of 16, so that'll, that'll be I nice. will have yeah, to Lucas, you do look like one. a man who has driven 32 hours in the last week. <laughs> no, I'm not even like talking commutes. Just just you, you look worn down. Oh, yeah. and for especially for our audio listeners, but even like the people watching on YouTube, like you cannot appreciate Lucas's beautiful flowing locks and soft hair until you see them in person. It's really magnificent. Like I wanted his hair to be my pillow instead of my pillow. What? You know, I thought, what was really funny about that is, is I feel like no one recognized me with the long hair. I did not recognize you at first. People like, were like, wait, Oh, that's you. I didn't, I didn't know that. So, between, you between the masks and the longer hair, I can see that. Yeah. Like, no, K- Casey uh, Collier, like, I went up to his booth, and he was just like, hey, you know, whatever. And then I start talking to him, and he's like, Lucas, like, oh, you know, because, um, you know, we've had Casey as a guest before at TF Expo, so um, he, uh, he he didn't recognize me, like, you know, with the, with the long hair and whatnot. I mean, I see you almost every week, right? And you walked in with your mask. I had no idea who you were. You took it off, and I still didn't know. And like it just—it literally took me like and a he solid. Said, Rob, I'm Lucas. And you're just like I did not ring who? the bell. <laughs> it, but it, it took who? a solid beat or two after you took off your mask. I was like, oh, it's Lucas. It, it just... took me zero beats. Just by the way, I'm. <laughs> I'm also slow and old. Was you the whole time. Antoine pointed out that someone called Lucas Winter Soldier, and we're like, yeah, that's, yes, that's, that's yeah, true. that's it. He definitely has the Winter Soldier look. Yeah, that's what I need to do for Halloween, right? With my my kids, I need to get that. <laughs> still arm. got time. Put some alar- aluminum foil all over your arm and go to town. <laughs> <laughs> aluminum foil and a sharpie to draw the lines on it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. We should do it. Oh. If you were Is there, it we weird that now you, that I've like hung out with you guys in person, this podcast, I just like I'm just done with you fools. Just <laughs> done with you losers. Shared a room with several of you, and it just—it's—it's it's lost all its magic now. I saw you in your underpants. <laughs> wow, that's intimate. Yes. Oh, that really at least you had underwear on, edge? unlike Grant. 
is is sharing a room with multiple cast members you're like ah this is uh i mean we uh we were pretty respectful of each other i will i will say that except for serge and phil who runs in yelling when he shows up i was excited to see you dudes you were excited to wake us up because i wanted to see you and i didn't want you to sleep because i wanted you to hang out with me i was tired (laughs) i was a sleepy i was also tired because i had an early flight and you jerks called me at midnight i did not that was a completely different responsible for that yeah, Lucas is partially responsible for that. I, I hey man, I wasn't the one that called you, so that that's that, true. That but was, you were on the call. Well. I yeah, I far, was far present. too much fun. But... I was present for it. So I will say if 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 I don't know if he'll post them, but but if Paul does choose to post pics of his suite with all of his toys lined up there, like that was that was an impressive sight. That man brought a lot of toys to sell in that room, and it he turned a hotel suite into a like not even a vendor booth. Like that thing looked like a Toys R Us toy aisle in the 1980s. It looked like a combination of that and like social lounge because there it was, was a like great place to hang out. Yeah, yeah. There was, the whole cast was there, plus all of our new friends and and some of our our, our, our listeners, and and it was it was great. And then yeah. we were just surrounded by walls of toys. Like, Great stuff. I feel like this is the idea. Toys. This is the idea for the new Toys R Us. When, you know, they do the remodel, just turn it into like a bar lounge with a bunch of toys. Toys and bars. Roll, and just, roll of drinking age. Yep. I'll, I'll take that one. And then you just play with the toy while you have your Pepsi or your what, or your beverage, whatever. Um. The. Yeah. On that note, one thing I did feel was down was room-to-room sales. But I also don't know if it's just we didn't go to many because we were too busy socializing with each other. We found the list downstairs, I, I, and we, we went we to a few several. of them. Yeah, but yeah. there weren't there weren't as many. Didn't, there didn't seem to be as many as there have been in the past, and I know for a fact that there were some that weren't advertised on the board. Oh, okay. But I, I felt think, a little think, uncomfortable in those rooms, like yeah. due to COVID reasons. Yeah. So that was that, that was definitely something I was. Paul's room, he had the balcony with the door open, so we had some nice ventilation in there, and I felt comfortable taking my mask off there. But certainly when we were in the other sellers' rooms, it was like no, oh, yeah. mask is staying on. And there there was one room that, that was very warm, and I was like, I need. I, I felt like I was going to pass out in one of those. Rooms. So I, I was. I could see why that uh, was not as popular as other years. I didn't have a problem in Paul's room because it was mostly us and I knew we're all vaccinated. And so, you know, it, it didn't bother me near as much, but you know, we're running around room to room. Yeah. It's, I think, I think part of the thing was too, with the parts parties is, is like, I know Brett a lot of times always has like a really good one. Yeah. And he wasn't there this other year. Guys, um, I was trying to think, isn't there another guy that's a, a vintage guy that wasn't there? Um, but, there, I know. There's a couple of, a couple of uh, like faces I know. You know that yeah. you see a lot that weren't there. Like Tony Preto wasn't there. I assume he still does shows. Oh yeah, I there's, forgot Tony wasn't there. Yeah. Is there there's another. There's another face or two. I, I don't know their names, but like, like there's the guy with the cane who's had a lot of shows. Yeah, that's right. Harold. That's that's what Harold. I, was I thought it was Harold, but I wasn't sure. Was there's there still any friends one. that that bought anything from those room deals? Is there anyone that bought like anything like 
really cool and interesting oh. and, and expensive and show up and next week. Come by. Show up next week for our TFCon yeah. halls slash ouch my TFCon yeah. uh, show we're going to do where we're going to probably quickly go through everyone's halls and it'll yeah. still be a maybe, two and a half maybe, hour show. We can get, we can get a new gentleman to join in on the uh, discussion. Is, is he, he had, uh, I think, the largest ouch my wallet. Yeah. Well, I know um, one of Aaron's friends, or like one of one of our other friends, he bought a couple Lucky Draws, too, from like a, a, a room sale, so. Pretty cool. Yeah, was, there, I, that is one thing. I, I did say earlier that the high price stuff didn't really go. The, the high price lucky draws and uh um prototypes those were selling right specifically think, to one of our friends yeah orson i think brought five prototypes and left with two i think is how it went yeah but, so. yeah i mean it was it was a fun weekend it was uh, you know, doing the 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 PulseCon thing on Friday, like as we were before, we all started setting up booths. You know, I think we were all still kind of chilling out in our hotel rooms, getting ready to set up, and then it was head down to the show floor, help people set up, and then we all like five o'clock took a break. Like, everyone get on your phone and buy the thing that just came out. And oh yeah, okay, now go back to setting up. That was uh that was a fun experience to have both the uh, the, the communal experience of being around a bunch of your friends and collectors when a, a, a drop like that goes live. Um, and then again, just to see everyone and hang out. And, and it was a, a good, well-attended, well-run show that I'm looking forward to the next one I go to. Oh, uh, I don't think he listens to the show, but you know, shout out to James as well because he brought me my liquor, which was my uh, close companion every evening until it was gone. And he also brought us a bunch of candy yes. for us. And we... We candy. ate a lot of that candy as well. James James was the definition definition of a mensch this weekend. He's too nice. He's too nice yeah. to us a bunch of jerks. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, Antoine brought up Agabus. That's right. I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, Agabus. Agabus did not set up as well. Yeah. So like yeah. there was. I wonder if they feel like they missed out or unless they. Unless, like, well, the other, you know, companies... Like they didn't have enough. Like, I don't think Agabus yeah. usually sets up on the East Coast ones. Like, I don't think that they did at... They did in uh, Chicago. The Reston... Yeah, but they, they... I don't think that they did at the Reston one. Like, they usually I'm do a I'm pretty sure they booth. were in Reston in 19. Or... Really? Yeah, wherever, 19. wherever 19 was, they were set up there because I bought Magna Inventa from them. It was, like, one of the last... It was the last oh, one on okay. the floor or next to last. Because I remember afterwards, Peter, you were trying to find it. And, and I could... Did you find it? I did. Okay. Yep. But yeah, like, oh, there's like a that new thing was running Magna out. Inventor coming out, by yeah. the way. The there is with a uh, slightly yeah, lighter blue. Yes. Yep. It's calling it cartoon colors, but I still don't think it's really any more or less cartoon accurate than the original one. But it's good that it's coming out because it's like a $400 set now, four dollars to $500 set on eBay. And the new set, I think, if you get from PSX is like 250 for the set. So that's yeah. that's a lot better. So it's a reason to re-release it, right? Now it looks okay. more like this one animation frame. Did everyone else the screen just freak um, out? Yeah. Yeah. Skype is telling us to shut up and go to bed. Yeah. 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 So 
And everyone in the comments is telling me that, uh, confirming that Agabus was at rest in 2019. So, unfortunately for me, they all run together. Um, and so, Same. It's like, I forget which ones. It's like, I have to, like, kind of try to remember. So The, oh, the only cast- reason I remember is because I remember Agabus's display they had up that year. Because they had, like, gated off sometimes with ropes. Uh-huh. And they had a bunch of cool, like, little displays set up. And it just stuck with me. And I know I bought Magnavid. That's the only reason I remember. From with all uh-huh. the apples. Oh, I was going to mention that the custom class was somewhat of a dud. Um, so we've always been very excited for past custom classes. So um, Christian and I uh, signed up uh, in, in Anna. Christian and I, once we found out what the figure was, which was the Flame Toys model kit, uh, was it Was it like a Nemesis Prime Shatter? Yeah, it was a Nemesis whatever. Prime. It was from the worst of the three Optimus Moles, the super anime style. But not the one that actually looks like the cartoon. Like, anyway, stylized. Yeah. So we ended up uh, canceling uh, custom class, and luckily they had a waiting list, so we were able to like exchange out our our tickets. But it sounded like that the people that did do the class that it was not the the greatest. So because I think um, Anna and Catherine went right, and I think they said yeah, they, they like did. they painted their they painted their stuff on the sprues, and said I'm out. Like they, they didn't bother yeah. assembling or, or taking it apart or anything. They just painted it and left. Yeah. So, and I don't, I, it sounds like that the people that did do it, um, that a lot of people didn't, didn't finish there or whatnot. So, um, I, I don't know. Hopefully they, uh, in, you know, can take some of that feedback and, you know, hopefully in the future years that we'll have, um, you know, something different. I mean, I don't think it was, I don't think it was bad to try, you know, something new. Um, it just, it just didn't seem to work out that well. So I suspect because of COVID, it may be, uh, you know, the all too classic beggars can't be choosers. And the TFCon custom class is usually a figure that has not sold well. And right. they get like a bunch of stock at cheaper to like, cause you know, one time it was the, the kit they made Bob into was insecticons that weren't selling very well. Um, when they did the Optimus Primal figure, it was an MFC figure that, I think Nova Prime, that wasn't selling very well. And it was just a base figure at that. It wasn't the trailer. So, like, you know, they kind of have a bit of a history of, which I'm not I'm not well, throwing shade or anything, just saying it's lots of times what it is. It's who has stock of something that we can get, you know, what, 40 of or however many people. Right, but I mean, there. I think a lot of times, you know, if it, it, they're it, in the past, they've been able to turn it into kind of a somewhat something interesting figures figure and it transformed which this one of course didn't i think the thing that was like a little disappointing for me and i'm so glad that i didn't end up doing it is is if i had painted this figure i would have wanted to do it right so i would have wanted to do it with uh airbrushing or spray paint and they didn't do that for for this one it was just brushwork now the reason is is because you can't have 50 people spray paint spray painting a figure in a like you know unventilated hotel room oh you can <laughs> it would be marvelous in the end result but there might be some health code violations there right now i've done customizing classes where there has been airbrushing um but it's usually like a small piece it's not you know everything it's like this right. one part we're going to airbrush and usually like they do it like they're like i'll just do it for you real quick here you go continue on your on your job right John in the chat makes a good point yeah. too. That isn't the point of a customizing class. So that you 
learn how to disassemble and reassemble a figure like you would as a as a customizer to get all the the, the parts painted properly and yet to do that with a model kit feels like you're you're missing part of that experience yep. it's the retail right. experience of buying a model kit <laughs> and, and that's kind of why i think and i don't know christian um you know and and others who have done the botcon classes it definitely does seem like that that was something that you know even though it was a hasbro figure that you were doing seemed like that you learned a little bit more at, at some of those classes than you know some of the biggies botcon customizing classes were something i signed up for every year starting at some point and i always hated myself for doing it but then i would still sign up for it the next year <laughs> it was some figures weren't so bad, but some of them were terrible to put together, and they took forever. But, but it was definitely, there were some interesting bits to just, to at least seeing that, putting it together, learning how much pins suck, and learning how much, like, uh-oh, I put that one part that looks very similar backwards, like, 20 steps ago. Shit. <laughs> Shout out to fucking up a custom figure. <laughs> Not the shot that I want. So, well, um, was there anything else we we missed from the show? Pretty thorough. I'm sure in our drunken stupor, there was a lot of things that we missed, but I think this is all we remember. (laughs) There was a lot of drinking. Yeah, I was. Christian was sober. Yeah, yeah. Came about we covered all of it. Don't worry, I drank enough for y'all, you two as well. I had to cover. Thanks, you did. That yeah. was unhealthy. It was definitely unhealthy. That was the point. Yeah. I have no interest in drinking for a while, I'll tell you that. I'm good. I got it out of my system by getting it into my system. Till mm. till the next BotCon. Or TFCon, but yes. TFCon. All right. Well, um, book club this week is going to be R.I.D. 50 and 51 and then Night of the Living Dead. So join the book club Sunday night at 930 Eastern, 830 Central on the TF Talk Discord. It'll Um, be extra spooky. Here you go. Yeah. Halloween night. You're going to have the like the horror sounds playing in the background the whole time. You know that? Ooh. I just imagine like everyone like talking and sharing the ideas. Like everyone, every two minutes, someone's doorbell is ringing and they have to like give out candy to trick or treaters. It's like, hold on. Yeah, Microcasters Microcasters will be on tomorrow. We'll be talking about Gnaw. Did you see Gnaw? Oh, hell no. Exactly. Shout out to Gnaw. Shout out to Gnaw. Shout out to Microcasters. My own show. I can shout out to it. Whatever. Yeah. Shout out to me. Shout out to me and my humbleness. <laughs> Shout out to humility. <laughs> All right. And well, thank you. Doing, and then TFLP is next Monday, right? As well, and it's going to be the out to my TFCon. Or we're going to try to do that midweek yeah. next. Week? I think I think it, we're, we'll just do it on on Monday show. I think that that probably probably works. So Sounds good. Um, thank you uh, guys for joining me. Thank you to everyone in the chat uh, tonight. Uh, thanks to. Antoine and Zaldron. Thanks to John. Thanks to Catherine. Thanks to Ron. Thanks to who else? Daniel. Um, thanks to Big Daddy Reviews. Who else did I miss here? Is there anyone I missed? Enoch earlier. I've already, already forgotten whose names you said. Thank you, everyone. Uh, 
Oh, Shout out to everyone in the chat. Yeah. So thank you to everyone in the chat, and we will see you next week. Bye. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. <laughs>